Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Cineblokes. Uh, I am your host, Benjamin Baker, and with me as always... Oh yeah, I'm, I'm Kaylin Burrows. Oh uh, yeah, well I'm sorry, I'm so used to Nigel being here, it's, you know, this is the only second time we've worked together, so yeah. it's a bit, it's a bit weird, it's a little different. Yeah. Um, no, uh, you know, I went back and I listened to... Some of your your other episodes that I could see. And, yeah, okay. Last time I got to apologise. I really uh, was not prepared. Yeah. And uh, you know you 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 have a, a level of class and sophistication. There's a bit you know. You know try to... So I'm going to try to check myself. I'm not going to say anything. Thank you. And I'm yeah. not going to say anything bollocks. Right. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say we things do a bit like of, twat. You know, not dash makeup. Yeah. I'm not going to say things like cunt. I'm not going to yeah. say things Thank like you. fuck. Yeah. I'm not going right. to say shit. You know. I'm going to try to keep. The level of sophistication we'll uh, with your with your you know your yeah. reviewing. Thank you, Caitlin. I, yeah. I appreciate you saying all of those words. Yeah. Um, no prior problem. to us, this prior to doing this, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. For, for I just want you to know that I'm not going to say things like that. Yeah. No. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, so we have just finished uh, watching Outcast, starring you know hit stars. Like Nicolas Cage, and the very well-known and accomplished actor Hayden Christensen. Yeah, and if you're thinking, uh, I don't know this from the theatre, that's because it didn't come out in one. Nope. Uh, no, this it did was, not. Uh, straight to uh, DVD, Blu-ray. Straight uh, to Netflix, probably. We, we saw it yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. Look, if you're thinking, uh, hey, Benjamin. What movie could be like one of the worst things that we could think to watch on Netflix when Nick Cage tries to adopt a British accent and makes fun of where you are? What could you possibly do? Is there a movie like that? And ladies and gentlemen, I must tell you there is, and that movie is called Outcast. Yeah, uh, it looks like it was filmed in 2014, released this year, 2015, and... uh, was it filmed earlier than that? Well, I thought it was... Um... No, it was made in 2014 oh, and then right. just released yeah. uh, earlier this year. And, uh, yeah, like we fo- uh, the, the whole reason that we even took this up is that we saw that there was a film with Nicolas Cage, who, I, look, I, you know, a lot of people look down on him. I think he's just delightful. Now, does he have, <laughs> does he have some hits or misses? Absolutely. He's got, um, he's got some misses, yeah. You know, uh, did he bring it in this film? No, no, no. But you know what? No. I still love him. So, uh, but yeah, it was him and Hayden Christensen, and we thought <laughs> we have <laughs> got you, to see these two together. You've known from the very acclaimed acting prowess of, you know, the Phantom Menace. You know, someone saw their and, acting talent, and and I mean, to quote Ghostbusters, they were like, "We've got to get these two together." Yeah, we've got to. Um, and someone yeah. else said, I think that would be extraordinarily <laughs> bad. <laughs> so they did it anyway. Um, yeah, uh, that combination of people. Um, look, it's not even that they're just in a film together. Because even that, I'd be like, oh, okay, so you're like doing an American film. No, no, no. 
Um, they're somewhere in the eastern world of yeah, so something. The taking film it's... takes place around the time of uh, of the Crusades. Uh, it's look, <laughs> Maybe. There's a little caption at the beginning that says Middle East, 12th century. And it's them as look like Knights Templar slaughtering a bunch of Muslims or something like that. Yeah. And uh, then they do that. They look regretful about it. And then we cut to China. Yeah. <laughs> Very quickly. And There's no bridge, by the way. It's just, hey, here's Nicholas Cage. And look, you know that you're in for quite a film when you hear Nicholas Cage speak. Because he honestly feels like he watched Johnny Depp for an inordinate amount of time. Doing it. Like, it's, it looks like he watched The Pirates of the Caribbean straight through to On Stranger Tides. And then also watch whatever movies Johnny Depp did after that and thought, oh yeah, no, I could do this. I could totally be Jack Sparrow. And then attempted to do Jack Sparrow. And it is awful. If you've ever thought, I wonder what Nicolas Cage would sound like trying to be British. It's as bad as you think it is. However bad you think he was in Con Air, I can, I can assure you, it's worse. But, by miles. Yeah. No, it is. It's bollocks. And, you know, when the, when the film starts, uh, Hayden Christensen actually has some sort of a, a British accent. It's, it's not, not bad. It's not bad initially, but as the film went on, he, he was in and out of he it. Does, he does tune in and out a little bit. Look, you know, you have to be... Uh, even Leonardo DiCaprio in Gangs of New York uh, didn't stray as far as these two did. And you can play a drinking game to that if you'd like to, mates. Get some, you know, some of your mates together, get a couple of pints, and uh, just go bollocks. You can absolutely go nuts uh, trying to figure out where the fuck Leonardo DiCaprio is from. In this film, um, I I would not recommend it because you might die. <laughs> that is true. Uh, so the plot of this. Uh, oh right. So. So yes, yeah, so it cuts to China, and it's like the Emperor of China, or King, or the Tsar of China, whatever they got over there, and uh, he's dying uh, apparently because he's pale, and so that means you're dying. <laughs> no, because he's got a full Fu Manchu. Yeah, that's what it is. So that's how you know they're old and they're dying when they've got the full Fu Manchu. And he's got he's got a little son, and he sends him away because he's worried about his older son coming back and. Well, basically, fuck killing everyone. Yeah. And, uh... He does. He does, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so the young one escapes with the Imperial Seal, which is what decrees who runs China, apparently, according to history and, uh, Asian-y films yeah, I've seen. Yeah, right. Um, you know, a similar plot with, uh, I want to say... Every... I want to say Shanghai Nights. Most, most Don't even know films. how I know that, but Shanghai Nights, most, I believe there's something Asian with films, the Imperial yeah. Seal. See, here's, here's the problem with this movie, is that the problem with this film is not that it is... It, look, the idea of a an emperor dying, he's got two sons, he gives it to the good one, and the bad one is like, no, fuck this, I want the throne. And then it goes on a killing spree... And then the you know the the one that was supposed to have the throne has to go on the run until he can prove that he's supposed to be the emperor, and then the army wins, and then he kills the bad guy. That that is a a pretty basic plot line. Oh yeah. Um, that is is not uncommon, and that is essentially the plot of of this film. 
Yeah. It, it, it really is. Yeah. Um, they throw in a new, you know, oh, you're the White Knight kind of thing. Um, yeah. Amidst the escaping, uh, they yeah. encounter a drunk Hayden Christensen. No, 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 no. He is high on opium. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Remember, he's got Sorry. the opium vision. Yeah, which yeah. was very obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. Filmmaking they, they technique. This weird, this weird camera technique uh, when you first meet him. Uh, where he's sitting in this bar and uh, he's got like this peripheral kind of fading blurry in and out yeah. thing and it's almost like he's got super senses um, but he's high shit on opium so and it's rather uncomfortable as you're watching it yeah it's, it's not, very weird you're not like oh yeah that's what that is you're like what what the fuck is going on right yeah. now he's, he's, so, empow- he's better yeah. on opium it's very weird so also uh Interestingly enough, in 12th century China, uh, either, either this, this guy either speaks perfect Chinese or they all speak perfect English Everyone. because everyone's able to, com- you know, completely communicate. Everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it should be noted the reason they go east is because someone makes a horrible offhanded comment in the middle of war, by the way. Um, you know, they're fighting a crusade and Nick's like, hey, we should go east. And Hayden's like, no, we got to kill all these people. Yeah, like, no one goes east. Yeah, no no one does that. And yeah. then they all do yeah, that, they apparently. Do, and yeah. uh, they become, like, kings of industry. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't Nick know. Cage becomes the white ghost. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, he plays the white ghost in the movie. So... It it's very weird because he shows up in the beginning of the film. And then they go to China. And then he... Nick Cage disappears from the movie for an hour. Yeah. And that is not an yeah. exaggeration. For a movie that is a, it's an hour and 40 minutes, and yeah. he's gone for a good 60 minutes yeah. of it, to the point where I was thinking, you know, hey, where, where's Nick Cage? Which has never been said in any movie ever. Where's Where's my favourite actor, yeah. Nicholas Coppola? No, no one has ever said, you know what this movie needs more of? Nick Cage. That doesn't happen. In Outcast. That happens. It did, and uh, and he was he was delightful. I have to say, he did not disappoint. Um, he he represents you know when you watch films like this, he represents that whole. Oh, this movie is as bad as you think it is. He is the epitome of that because, like we were saying, I know you had mentioned this, Kevin, but as you watch the film, you know, minus the the very simple plot and you know the the horrible acting. Uh, and weird pacing and strange things. Um, the the cinematography of the film is actually pretty good. Yeah. The production value of the film is actually pretty good. And the action really isn't that bad. So the the things visually, it's actually not that bad of yeah, a film. As, you, as you're looking at it, you don't think, you know, because usually if something's low budget or straight to, straight yeah, to video. Yeah, it's very obvious. Yeah, you yeah. can tell. But this actually had very good production value. Yeah. And uh, it looked... Fairly, you know, I mean, there was no special effects, but all the costumes looked yeah. looked good. Uh, I, that the was combat su- scenes were probably the most it, it interesting was, part of the movie. It was rather surprising to me for a film that, from the get-go, you would know, oh, yeah, this is going to be shit. Just as, you know, you see these people in their full-on, you know, costumes or whatever, and you're like, oh, but they've got a lot of money behind them. Somebody really wanted to make this film. Yeah. It's very weird. And I'm not. I'm not sure if it was actually made. I feel like what was made in China. Was it? Uh, yeah, I feel like there was a lot of that. 
They, um, they, there is somebody named Coco Wang in this film. There is. Although yeah. I did look up, I did, I, I am DB'd it, I think. Uh, is that what it's did called? Did I use is that, that correctly? Yeah, I think you did. did. Or was it DVDA? I'm not sure. No, no, you didn't. You that. did write on yeah. the first one. All right, one. so I did that. Uh, no ATM, nothing like, nothing no, weird. No, none of that. No butt stuff. Class, remember. Um, yes. Uh, so I did that, and there was a, a lot of uh, uncredited, shall we say, white gentlemen um, yeah. Stunt performers, as it were. They've all got masks. Yes, yeah. so, yeah. a lot of masks in this, except for the one fucking Speaking character that should have one. All right, so here's where this movie just goes tits up. Um, you know, aside from the horrible accents and the weird pacing and the very strange plot line, there, there's this moment in this film, right, where they, they first of all, this movie is supposed to take place in China, and it looks like it was filmed in the hills of Arizona. That is not a lie. The cinematography, the, the, the scenery for this, this film, where someone went on location and was like, yeah, Mesa, Arizona. Yeah, that sounds like China. Let's do that. It's all these weird, you know, kind of Thunderbird Hills. It's, it's very bizarre. Whatever. So they end up in the dunes, which are apparently in China. Um, you know, the dunes you would see in, in anywhere else but China. Um, and they're, they're walking through these dunes and, uh, they encounter a caravan and Hayden Christensen has a, 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 a scarf over his face so that he could hide his face so no one knows who he is. And then the sister, by the way, there's a sister who is accompanying a princess, her young, a princess who's accompanying the prince who should be the king that should be in hiding. She also has a scarf across her face. So that no one knows who she is. And they bribe a caravan to go into a city that's full of black guards. Who are the guards who are trying to find the prince to kill him. You know who doesn't have a scarf across his face? That's right. The only person they're trying to find to kill. No scarf whatsoever. Everyone's just like, oh yeah, we don't know who this kid is. He's the fucking prince. There was also uh, some magical horses that showed up at one point, right? Oh, yeah, they so, just gained a bunch so of they, horses. So they, they were on one horse that they stole from a, a guard they killed or something like that. And there's four of them. And then cut to the next scene and then they all Everybody, have their own horse. Oh, yeah. But they just, like, they took the one in, pulled it into, you know, whatever petrol station is at the time <laughs> with the local, you know. And you get four horses, You got please. any horses uh, out back. You got any for rent? Uh, yeah. And then, uh, there's this other weird thing that happens where, you know, they, uh, so, part of the plot line, sorry, forgot to mention this. Uh, so they find Hayden Christensen doped up on opium in a bar, and then he's got some consciousness that's like, oh shit, I should probably help them. So he decides to be their guide to get them to some city that they're supposed to go to where, all these generals are going to, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter because that's not what happens. So that's how he gets linked up with these people. And then he's trying to guide them through and they come across the village that's been burned by the black guards trying to find this kid. And he, through, you know, archery, saves this girl and they're like, oh, she should come with us. And he's like, no, that's dumb. And they're like, well, I'm a fucking prince. So I was like, yeah, all right. So they carry this girl with them they get magical horses that show up, and then nothing. Nothing happens with this girl. She adds nothing to the plot. She just tags along until the end of the film, and then 
literally disappears. Disappear. She is not oh, in yeah. the end of the film. She's yeah. gone. Well, maybe she got killed. I'm yeah, not sure. No, 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 no. They they do the final battle. They kill the big bad guy. The black guard's like, oh shit, we fucked up. Yeah, right. You're the prince. You're the king. And then everybody bows down to them. They ride back into the palace on sunset or whatever. Girl's not yeah. there. Com- well, God. Let's go back to to that for a moment. Also, before I want to touch on that, you just you had mentioned earlier about our uh, you know one minute they're in in the the hills of Arizona, and then next they're in like the Sahara Desert. So uh, I just want to say that yeah, it's, I mean Asia, big place. There yeah. are there are deserts. You know what I mean? Like there's that. Sure. There's a, but the way this film took place, geographically speaking, it was the equivalent of any geographical fantasy film to where nothing it's like one minute you're in a desert then you're in a swamp and then you're in the snow like nothing <laughs> nothing makes sense in the way it would work in an actual world where it, it does where it, there's a north pole it, and a south it, it, pole it does it was, feel like they were like hey mate um you know we want to film it in exotic locations yeah. oh yeah so what type of all of them yeah I, you don't want... No, I want all of them. It's like it was filmed in every, fucking every, Middle yeah, Earth, right? Every exotic location you can find, I, I want to shoot there. <laughs> so, anyway, going back to uh, at the beginning when the, the evil son goes to kill the king, oh. emperor slash whatever he is. Yeah. So, there's a guard. There's like the, the captain oh, yeah. of the guard. That's right. Who's, who sees him... Looking menacingly and is like stepping up to him, like I'm going to take you out if you make a wrong move. And the prince turns on him, and is like, "Hey, you look like a, a good chap. Uh, tell you what, I'm going to murder your family. I'll kill your wife and kids if you uh, if you try to do anything against me." And so the guy's just like, "Oh yeah, all right, everyone leave." <laughs> and so they step out, and then the guy kills his dad. So my whole thing is, he says that I will put the word out to have your family murdered. Well, just cut his throat right then, and he can't put the fucking word out to yeah. you. Yeah, he's then, not the king yet. I know you've done your duty. You've yeah. saved your king and your family. So, but no. no. And then this fuck, this twat, right? Yeah. The whole fucking movie is just like, yeah, whatever. And uh, and then at the very end, after every, countless people have died, and then someone finally kills uh, Hayden, finally, you know, offs the, the bad guy, and then he's like, oh, uh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> hey, I'm uh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. You know all those villages and and things that have. You know what? I apologize. Yeah. Hey, let me get down on my knees. Show and you that, love that is exactly the gist of it. He yeah, literally no, that's, that's honestly like, it. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Yeah, and then no, everyone bows. That's it. Um, uh, uh, so Nicholas Cage, he does show back up eventually. It's such as a, the it's character. So, it's so bizarre because he. Like he's not in this film. It, it's the it's the yeah. weirdest thing. He honestly shows up for a, a total of maybe four minutes at the top of this film. Yeah, there's this disappears. Weird, there's this weird plot where after they get betrayed at the where the city where they're not wearing where the prince don't have a mask on and they're surprised that someone figured out the where they are. The most infuriating thing for me. By so the way. they make this daring escape and Hayden tells them to go to this place where there's these thieves. And so they go there, and it turns out Nicholas Cage is there, and he runs the thieves, and he's known as the White Ghost. And he's angry that he sent them there, and obviously they've had some sort of a falling out. 
because of a misunderstanding, <laughs> what I understand yeah. from the Crusades. A very, a very easy misunderstanding. Yeah. Oh, oh, that, you, that didn't need yeah. to... Oh, you didn't, you didn't actually murder all those women and children? Yeah, no. Oh. You, is that what you thought this whole time? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I did. I no, did. I, I, why, I, don't you, why don't you fucking say something? Yeah, sorry. I thought you knew. <laughs> That's literally how the whole yeah. di- the thing goes, and then it, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, um, yeah, we're cool. Yeah, yeah. it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, I, I don't like what we did. It's fine now. We're, we're having these. So it could so, have been solved yeah. a while ago. But yeah, so that's what Nicholas Cage is there. He's married now. Uh, he's got a weird eye problem. Anyway, <laughs> and uh, and he's got these. He he's got this weird thing where he's trying to pretend like he's got a scar over his left eye, but just holding but his eye shut. It's just, it's just this weird. It's this horrible makeup. So for all the production value, they've got one one little mark at the top of his eyebrow and one little mark right below his eye. But they don't do anything to like help him close his eye. So he has to physically close his left eye. The entire time he's trying to maintain the worst accent that you could possibly conjure up. Um, it's almost amazing. It's amazing that it even exists on film. And some director was like, Nick, well done. You keep that shit up. That's, that's the most amazing part about this whole film. That someone just let him do this. Even when Kevin Costner was supposed to play a, a British Robin Hood. They were like, yeah, no, mate, your accent's terrible. Just, you know, whatever. You're American now. You, you do you. <laughs> you. You just you just beat Kevin Costner and let everybody else take yeah. over. Everyone else can be... Well, all right, Christian, no, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, no, Christian, you've you, got... You just you've be got you. one line where you can be Brit, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. So anyway, with all these, these his camp of thieves, and so they can't take in the prince and everything, and then the black... Guard, find out where they are. They storm the canyon, and then all these delightful, <laughs> the Grand Canyon, by the way. All these delightful characters that you don't get to know at all. Yeah, right. Uh, they take on the Black Guard, and it's great because all of them are, you know, they're all the stereotypes of like the the group of bandits, where it's like, oh yeah, you're the dedicated soldier. You're the fat one that's supposed to be jolly. You're the girl that's not supposed to be a bandit, but was like, no, fuck you, dad. I'm going to be a bandit. And now you fight with swords and shit. They've all got that, but they don't go into that at all. They just show you yeah. like, yeah, this is supposed to be the fat one. This is supposed to be yeah. the good one. Like To the point where we don't even meet them. Yeah, no, not at we're all. We're, intru- just see them. we're <laughs> introduced in a training montage a or montage. something. Not even a tra- like a prep, a, pr- a battle prep montage. It's, it, it's all we see. We don't even get to see what they can do. And and then they're killed almost all immediately. Of them. All of them, by the way. Yeah, so I, was, I was I was audibly crying out, "No, not that guy!" Like, because <laughs> I do, you don't you don't get to give a fuck at all. Um, so anyway, but the the battles were actually pretty decent. Yeah, like, like I said, the the production value of the film is actually really good. Um, the fight scenes are actually really good. Um, the cinematography is actually really like. There's a really high budget for a horrible film. Um, it's just, it's just weird. It's a, it's a strange juxtaposition because you would feel that were this film handed to, let's say, a capable director and actors who are not abhorrent, um, and not awful, um, even unknowns, it, it actually would not be that bad of a film. The concept or the idea of the movie is not bad. I don't, I don't actually critique the plot line because it's not, it's not a wildly original yeah, plot no. line, but it's not bad either. 
Um, it's everything that's out around that that just kind of makes this film awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. then Nick Cage, uh, <laughs> it's great because, you know, he's only in the film for a total of maybe 20 minutes at the most. He disappears for an hour and then he comes back and, you know, he's doing his Jack Sparrow thing to the point where he's probably drinking rum uh, or something out of a cowhide. I don't know. Um, but then he also had to have watched Lord of the Rings as well in prep for this film and watched the first one and was like, um, yeah, you see how Boromir died and he took like six arrows to the chest. Yeah, I'd like to do something similar. Um, but can you add a spear and a number of swords and a really dramatic death? Not even one spear. It was like yeah, like three or four of them at the yeah. end. It was like they they stabbed him with a spear. He broke it in like four parts, and then they stabbed him with all the parts yeah. of the spear. No, and he was getting stabbed and shot with arrows like the entire time, and he's still fighting. And then yeah. finally they spear him, and then he keeps pushing on. They spear the him ghost, again and again. Yeah. Can't kill the cage. <laughs> can't kill the cage. Can't be caged. Anyway, so <laughs> didn't put the bunny down. So what's uh, what's your final? Uh, oh yeah, verdict on this. Jesus. Um, Jesus. That's good, right? Yeah. No. No. Sorry. That's not my rating <laughs> at all. Um, I would. Have to I don't even know this. what kind of rating that would be. I don't know what kind of rating. On a scale of one to five, I'll give it a Jesus. Yeah. I. Um. You know. I'm usually pretty good at this since I'm the professional and you're. You know. The the newbie. I, I don't even know what to call it. Um, I'd give it like a one point five out of five. Nick Cage, Johnny Depp impressions. I All think. right, that's fair. Yeah, All right. yeah, I think that's what I'll do. All right, I'm gonna. I'll, well, I feel like I enjoyed it. You know, because I, if there's one thing. That you know about me, so I love Nicolas Cage. So I, I do know you like him. So uh, I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna give it two. Ooh. Two. I'm gonna give it two Hayden Christensen grimaces, or <laughs> or two point five Nicolas Cage eye twitches. Oh yeah, there were a lot of those. Out of five. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there yeah. were because it was his, very his obvious. Scarred eye. That it was very was obvious moving. that they were like, "Look, mate, we spent all the budget." On the production, so we don't have any money to close your eye for you, so you're just gonna yeah. have to hold it. So look, we're gonna add in this scar, which is not actually in the story at all, so we don't re- we don't even really need it, but we're just gonna draw with a sharpie on your on, on your face, <laughs> and then you and have to you... physically close your eye. Yeah, just hold it close every time you're on camera. Try that, yeah. by the way, mates. Could I get a Could I get a patch? No, 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 no need for it. No, no patch. We've we've got the scar. Remember. You just gotta close yeah. your eye. Just the one though, not both. You're not blind. Yeah, Nick. You just, Nick, just remember, it. you did Ghost Rider. You can do this. You can I do anything, like mate. The, I feel like that's the <laughs> the pep talk that you, must have went into it. You were it. in Drive Angry. You just can remember, handle this. You did Moonstruck. <laughs> this is a walk in the park for you. You've got this, mate. And you don't have to deal with Cher. You, you're gonna so, be all right. You are gone in sixty seconds, my friend. <laughs> So yeah, well you know I, I do say if you uh, if you have Netflix if you're already paying for that yeah and yeah. Uh, you, the the film is free and you so, want a treat yeah uh, if you... just put it on and then fast forward like an hour into it <laughs> and you will be delighted with what you see that's how bad your film is your film is so bad that you can skip 
the whole hour Nick Cage is not in it and go straight to Nick Cage and be like, oh, all right, yeah, this is, this, this is actually entertaining. That's awful. That's a horrible film. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, uh, thank you, Kaylin. Uh, this yeah. has been uh, another episode of Cineblokes. Uh, I am Benjamin Baker. And I'm uh, Kaylin Burrows. And we will see you after the next film. Thank you.